Hello, my name is Darren Michael Shaw. Thank you for listening to this podcast of my book, Chronicles of War. Chronicles of War is a work of historical fiction. The main character, Job Trites, was an ancestor of mine. Each week I prepare a 10-minute audio segment of the story for this podcast, and I really appreciate you taking the time to tune in. It's been another great week for new subscribers. Thank you for helping me get the word out. Please continue to tell others about the story. Let's go back to the battle for Arkansas Post. Here's Episode 8 of Chronicles of War. Joe, will you get me some cloth when you go into DeWitt? Harriet asked. Sure I will, honey. What color? He replied. Private Trites, can you hear me? The beautiful lilt of Harriet's voice had given way to a raspy and firm jaunt. What are you saying, Private? Can you hear me? Job struggled to focus on a staff surgeon standing over him. Trites, you're going to lose your leg. Trites, there's nothing else we can do. You lost half of it at the post. I'm not going to let you bleed to death here. I've given you something for the pain. And everything went black. Where did your leg go, Daddy? Helen asked. I only need one boot now, sweetheart, he replied. Does it hurt, Daddy? Can you feel it? He heard her ask. With that, Joe became conscious that his leg was being bent and pulled. He didn't feel pain so much as he felt as if he were being dragged about by the limb. Then came a burning sensation like nothing he had felt before. An awareness of what was happening gripped him. "'You're taking my leg!' he shouted. Suddenly he was very clear. He saw the surgeon, his tools, and again, more blood than he had ever imagined. "'Stay calm, Trites,' the surgeon ordered. The burning sensation seemed to move from his thigh all the way to his foot. His left foot burned so bad that he was sure it was on fire. "'What are you doing? My foot is burning!' he cried. "'Which foot?' The one you are working on. My foot's burning, I tell you. It's a terrible pain. The surgeon looked down at his work, glanced around at the others who were standing by to assist, and looked Job in the eye. Trites, you don't have a foot anymore. It's gone from the knee. Of course I have a foot. Look, I'll wiggle my toes, Job insisted. The surgeon reached down to the floor behind him. He lifted a nearly unrecognizable hunk of flesh and bone into Job's line of sight. Here's what's left of your leg, Private Trites. Job looked at the carnage and began to vomit. After several heaves, he lost consciousness. Bright light. That's all he remembered. He tried to remember where he had been and what he had been doing. Nothing but a light. He knew his name. He remembered his family and his home. He thought through the faces of each of his children, clear as a bell. And Harriet? He could fill his imagination with her, her look, her voice, even the smell of her skin. Crystal clear. But what had happened to him? Nothing but light. You were hit by both small arm fire and mounted artillery, William offered. I didn't see it happen, Lad told me. Lad. Job remembered him. He was the company chaplain. He saw it? Job wondered. No, Job. He gathered information to write your wife. Oh, my God! Harriet! Does she know? 
It's been a week now, Job. I'm guessing that she does. A week? It's January 18th, Job. You were wounded on the 11th. Do you remember? Arkansas Post? How long? Job searched for words. When did they? You're in Memphis, Job. You were evacuated by transport the day you were wounded. You've been here a few days now, floating in and out of consciousness since I arrived yesterday. My foot. Field surgeons, Job, at the landing. So it's really gone. Job, you're alive. You're going home. My little brother. William cut off his sentence and looked down at the floor. William, that's why you're here. Sam was wounded. I remember that. I remember. He passed a few days ago, Job. Infection. I've come to bring my baby brother home. Job wanted to ask William about Harriet and the children. What news had been sent? What did they know? But with the news about Sam, Job hardly felt that this was the appropriate moment. A bright light that was still all that Job could remember. We're almost there, Trites. Hang on. Where? What? Pain cursed through Job, but he couldn't tell from where on his anatomy it originated. He realized that he was being carried along, a man on each side. He tried to assist them, desiring to carry more of his own weight as they moved. He strove to match step with them. I'm all right, he assured them. I can make it on my own. They weren't listening. He swung his gaze from side to side. He didn't recognize either of the men. Where are we going, he asked. Again, one of the winded men ordered, Hang on, trites. Why does he keep saying hang on, Job wondered. Worcestershire, Job said out loud. William's secret is this sauce that he got from England. No reply from the men on either side. They were both breathing too heavily. Better than hardtack, I tell you. Still nothing. The threesome broke into a clearing. Broken and bloodied men were strewn about the field. Not here, a voice shouted. Put him over there. The men carrying Job did an abrupt about-face, but as they did, they lost their balance, and all three of the men fell to the ground. Did you hear me? I said over there, the voice shouted again. Job attempted to stand, but with that, he blacked out. Good morning, Corporal. Corporal? Chaplain Ladd stood beside Job's hospital bed. Job was caught off guard. Corporal? Oh, yes, I remember. Little by little, it's coming back to me. I've just received this note for you from your wife. The chaplain held forth an envelope. Oh, my. So fast? Well, it's been three weeks. Three weeks? What day is it? It's Sunday, February 1st, Job. Good Lord, where have I been? Where am I? Job was suddenly very disoriented. He abruptly sat up and attempted to throw his legs over the edge of the bed and onto the floor. Easy, Corporal Trites. The chaplain was joined by an orderly in returning Job to rest. They've had you on morphine for the pain, and they've been doing something else for the fever. Trust me, it's been better that you were unaware these last few days. Days! Job clutched the letter from Harriet to his chest. Leave me, chaplain he pleaded. My dearest husband, 
I give thanks this day. I beg God to spare your life, and the chaplain's note assures me that the Almighty has heard my plea. Your children and I wait for you to heal and to travel home to be with us once again. The rebellion has kept us apart far too long. I await word from you. I love you. Your children have asked me to bear their greetings and love also. Not a word about his wounds. He ached to know what she and the children had been told. He looked around. Where were his things? His lead, his paper. Once again he stirred, thinking he would simply get up and find the means to write her a note. This time he stopped himself. Where am I going? I have but one foot, he thought. He sunk back into his bed. concludes episode 8 of Chronicles of War. Once again, I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting my website, www.darrenmichaelshaw.com. And thank you for dropping me email. It's a privilege for me to connect with you. I've got some travel on the calendar for the end of next week, so while I hope to have the next episode posted in a timely manner, I do appreciate your patience. Again, thank you for allowing me to share this story with you. Until next time, I'm Darren Michael Shaw. Blessings. <laughs>